0: Welcome to the Wrestling's Fake Right Podcast. I'm your host, Gary Brown. Each week, I put my ideas over in a short podcast about what was impactful to me on WWE TV. This show is designed to come from within the WWE Universe and is intended to speculate on the potential twists and swerves of those superstars. Now, ring the bell. This week, I put a poll out there on Facebook to see exactly what you, the audience, would be looking forward to hearing about this week on the podcast. It was a 50-50 split, so the first half, I'll run through the 13-match card of WrestleMania 34, and the second half, I'll give my thoughts on the upcoming Superstar shakeup. Without further ado, we start with the first match on the pre-show. Matt Hardy wins the Andre with the help of Bray Wyatt returning from the Lake of Incarnation. This whole thing is a really bit of a stretch for me. I don't get the whole Woken thing, but if somebody enjoys it, then they're going to keep watching. In the most unbelievably talented match for the cruiserweights that I've seen in a while, Cedric Alexander wins the championship after a hard-fought tournament for the cruiserweight title. Mustafa Ali, I had my doubts uh, when the whole division started. How could you cheer for a guy like Mustafa Ali? Well, guess what? You do a couple of those Spanish flies off the top rope, that's going to win over everybody. And the two had a phenomenal bout. I can't wait to see what comes out of that division going forward. Maybe they keep doing more tournaments and championships like that. That's what I would do. I would kind of stay away from the blue brand, red brand, red brand, purple brand kind of thing. Naomi wins a shocker after somehow remaining in the matchup to the dismay of Bailey in the first ever women's Andre the Giant Battle Royal. I don't know why they didn't give it a name. Naomi deserves this. I think with the run that she had in the past year after becoming SmackDown Women's Champion, she needed something to kind of elevate that character again. And being able to overshadow the Raw storyline of Sasha and Bailey, this was a great way for her to get over My favorite matchup of the night featured Seth Rollins becoming the Grand Slam champion by becoming the Intercontinental champion, defeating The Miz, and the all-inclusive, rainbow-wearing Finn Balor. I'll tell you what. Seth Rollins is the most... Arguably the most talented wrestler on the roster. He can carry any title and make it interesting. If you just look back in the past 12 months, he's been Intercontinental Champion just now. He's but going further back. You have him as Tag Team Champion. You had him with The Shield. You know he's He's fought for the Universal Championship in the first ever Universal Championship match. He's really important to the red brand. I think that this is going to be a stamp of championship caliber for him going forward and he's going to give it up at the next pay-per-view. Charlotte showed that she is the greatest of all time, in my mind when it comes to women's wrestling, by defeating Asuka's undefeated streak. This was the best technical bout of the night, in my opinion. If you disagree, leave a comment on the Facebook post. Jinder Mahal unceremoniously became the U.S. champion in an unlikely victor due to the overwhelming support for Rusev throughout the night and throughout the match. Ronda Rousey's debut, I'll tell you what, for her having her first match, this was a great showing. I was a little kind of ticked off that she came to the ring smiling again. You know, I kind of want to see her, you know, be in that fight mode going into the ring, but it kind of works. She's smiling and happy before she gets to the ring, but when she gets to the ring, Then she is the monster that she will be for the rest of her career with WWE. The match really, you know, Kurt Angle wasn't a big factor. I think we saw a really old Kurt Angle. I don't know that I want to see him wrestle anymore. He already is a Hall of Famer. There's nothing more that he has to prove. If he needs to be the guy that shows up and does a little bit of a spot, that's okay. Stephanie was bumping all over the place. You know... For her not being a quote-unquote wrestler, she really did some good work. And she got that armbar over really hard. I mean, how many times could you hear her just screaming in in agonizing pain when Rousey has it on her? Triple H, the whole storyline where will he, won't he punch Rousey in the face, I mean, that plays on a lot of notes within today's society about you know men and women and things like that. But aside from that... You know, you got to just understand, he is one of the greatest of all time, and he can make anybody look like a million bucks. This was a great matchup. I can't wait to see more from Ronda Rousey. The Bludgeon Brothers win in a forgettable match with the New Day and the Usos, my favorite part being the little person short stacks that accompanied the New Day to the ring. The storyline that played out throughout the event, would the Undertaker show up? Would he not show up? Is Cena attending the event really as a fan? What's going on here? Well, after the Charlotte and Asuka match, a referee comes out and finds John Cena in the audience after I saw him take a beer and says something about The Undertaker. Maybe he did, maybe he didn't. I don't know. He got John Cena so excited that he jumped over the railing and ran up the stage to the backstage to go get changed for a matchup. Well, later on in the night, he comes on out, and everyone gives him the John Cena sucks chant, and he's getting ready for a bout, and is he going to call out The Undertaker one last time? And Elias comes out. Well, we know that WWE stands for Walk With Elias, just not tonight. He got a really big beatdown, um, something that you would see maybe The Rock do to somebody. I, I like where John is at with his career with regards to giving that kind of beatdown to Elias. But then the next 10 minutes, we saw the entrance of the Deadman Undertaker. Not something that I predicted. I wanted to see the American Badass Undertaker. This, however, it did its job. It was a five-minute match, by all standards, aside from the 10 minutes it took him to get to the ring. And he looked okay, he looked nimble, and John Cena lost. So what more can you ask for? Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon had the best tag team match of the night as they vanquished the Quebecians Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, from the blue brand. We're going to see a lot more from these two in some capacity. I know that now Daniel Bryan has been reinstated as an active wrestler on the roster I don't know what's going to happen to Kevin and Sammy so the whole Nicholas thing with Braun Strowman not a huge fan I didn't think that this was thought out very well I mean why why is some guy uh, getting pulled out of the crowd some kid getting pulled out of the crowd makes no sense to me I think that this part of the show uh, I could have done without I wanted to see Braun Strowman win the tag team championships of course but I wanted to see him do it by himself Okay, so the last match of the night, for the past entire year, we knew that Roman Reigns, the big dog, was going to win. That's what we were setting up for, that's what all we were prepared for, and even if he did win, he was going to get the reaction he was getting anyway. So why not have him win? Well, Brock Lesnar bloodied the man, got him so messed up, that he got the 1-2-3 pinned. I think everyone that went home from that show was kind of just questioning, how are we watching, what did I just watch? Well, that's all I have to say about WrestleMania. If you got anything more that I should have added, or if you have any comments on my review, leave a comment on the Facebook. I'm not going to pretend to know anything about what's actually going to happen during the Superstar Shakeup, but what I would like to see is... One championship defended at each co-branded pay-per-view. And that way we can move on from the Universal Championship. Brock Lesnar can keep the red belt to himself and it can be an attraction championship that doesn't have to be defended any more than four times a year, but the WWE Championship can go to that mantlepiece. If they're going to have co-branded pay-per-views like Backlash is advertised to be going forward and, and what the company pr- plans to do, then I don't see why not. Why can't you have that WWE title defended on Raw and SmackDown and, and have that be the fighting championship? And who doesn't want to see AJ Styles on both shows? I think it uh, that's, that's one thing that I would be looking forward to. A couple of tag teams might be broken up, in my opinion. Uh, I don't think that we're going to see a whole lot of those uh, staying together. I, I honestly, I could potentially see Sheamus and Cesaro going to their separate ways. Not for any other reason than, you know what? It's a swerve. By way of the women, I think with the call-ups that we saw in the past couple of shows, I don't know where we're gonna go. Charlotte being freed up of the SmackDown Women's Championship says to me that she's going to Raw. Tell me what you think. Speaking of call-ups... I think there's still more call-ups to be done even throughout the big shake-up event on Monday and Tuesday this week. I, uh, I really want to see Sanity from NXT get called up and, and be on the blue brand opposite where all the authors of Pain debuted this week. I think that with Sanity coming up, it gives a lot of opportunity for, honestly, Nikki Cross. She's the one that's going to energize any women's roster and she hasn't been featured on NXT TV in a few weeks. She wasn't she didn't have a match at the recent takeover. This is going to happen, believe me. Next, I think that with regards to the shakeup, last time we saw the Intercontinental Championship go from the blue brand to the red brand, Maybe we could see that championship going back, or maybe the Cruiserweight Championship gets tossed around from the red brand to the blue brand, since, I mean, they they have 205 Live on Tuesday nights anyway. So that's my thoughts on the shakeup. I want to keep this podcast short. Let me know what you think about your thoughts on the shakeup in the Facebook comments.